Hello, everyone. This is Eric and Tony with Collective Conversations. This is podcast number one. We're so glad that you're taking the time to listen. Uh, We pastor Collective Church in Pascagoula, Mississippi, on the beautiful Gulf Coast. And so we are starting this podcast just to have Collective Conversations, as the title of the podcast states. And we're going to be talking about various things from now on. If you do have questions, we are going to answer some questions that you may have about anything, not just church, but anything at all, life in general. So you can just email those questions to us, and you can send that to Tony's email, Tony, T-O-N-I, at mycollectivechurch.com. Tony, what are we talking about today? Well, today I thought we'd start out with um, the importance of leading yourself, because we talk a lot about leadership and stuff here at the church and with staff, but... I've realized in our day-to-day stuff, it's really important that we lead ourselves at home, at work, everywhere. And I know during COVID, even I got a little slack about um, just daily routines and things that I'm usually pretty good about. And so I thought it would be very fun to dive into that today. And I know we've talked a lot about lately, like the Enneagram and things like that and becoming very self-aware. Talk about the Enneagram. I know we do that with our staff and our team and why that's important. Yeah. So I love the Enneagram and it's very, very old. And yes, some people have used it and done some dumb things with it, but that's with everything. So the versions we use are created from people with a Christian background, but it's not just for Christians. It is, it's one of my absolute favorite um, personality type test. If you're into Myers-Briggs or DISC, that kind of thing, this is my favorite one. And it helps you just become a better version of yourself. And it's made me a lot more self-aware of my issues. You're actually a type three. I am a type three. Yes. Um, shout out to all the threes. So yeah, when I learned what type I was and I read about it, I mean, it pretty much nailed me, Mm -hmm. even, even like the really bad parts. And what was really fun is I've met, you are an eight. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I am. Yes, I am. And uh, so that has been fun, especially meeting other type eights and learning how you guys work. And so it helps, you know, I think it helps with not only for ourselves to grow, but how we deal with other people. And so we kind of make fun in our little groups about what the different um, types do. I saw on an Instagram post the other day, it was like, I think you showed it to me, actually, the different types of... um, (laughs) Enneagram on a mission trip. Right. And so yours was eights. Well, eights were trying to sponsor somebody else to go in their place. Right. And that is so you. Exactly. <laughs> You're like, I'm not going on a mission trip, but I'll help somebody else go. Exactly. I'll fund it. Yeah, you'll totally fund it. And then threes were, uh, which is me, was going to buy the new wardrobe. And that's me. As soon as I get involved in something, I have to look the part. You know, I got to look like I know what I'm doing. Totally accurate. So I would do that. And then our son, Ethan, is a one. Right. And on his, it said if he was going to mission trip, he would immediately email to get a copy of the itinerary. Every and detail of everything that's happening. That was just so accurate. So anyway, <laughs> I just it's a cool. If you haven't done it yet, there's a few free ones out there. I recommend you take the Enneagram and dive into it. It's, it's Especially for your spouses. Super fun. Yeah. And if you can, if you would do that, it's really cool because I know you have implemented that. Uh, Tony serves as our executive pastor, overseeing operations and all at Collective Church. And I know you've done that with all of our staff and our team leads, and it really helps us to understand each other and yes. also to know how to converse and to deal with one another because you kind of get a little better understanding of their personality type. So it's very, very cool. And we've always done personalities, but Enneagram yeah. has been the most effective and I think eye-opening because it's more accurate as far as behaviors and such yeah. of different personalities. And I think that's one really huge thing about learning to lead yourself is you got to be self-aware. Mm-hmm. you got to know your triggers. you got to know why you do what you do. you got to know why you respond the way that you do. And 
how you affect other people and how you come across and you know, you, you have to do that work. You know, you right. have to be aware of yourself. So I think that's one important part and how we've worked on it is, is through the Enneagram. And another part of, um, I think leading yourself is learning what motivates you. Mm. And I think you've really been good at this over the past few years is figuring that out. So tell me what keeps you, I mean, pastoring a church is, mm-hmm. is a huge undertaking and it can get mundane. I mean, Sunday comes sure. every week. Um, and you also serve on the local school board, which from being your wife, I can tell you is crazy. <laughs> yeah, um, it's been interesting. So how, how do you, I mean, I know, but I, you know, I want to ask, how do you stay motivated when, again, Sunday comes every single week? Well, I think I've done a decent job through the years, but I've had to be very intentional about being where I am. And so wherever I'm at, I had to really, and I compartmentalize a lot. If I'm at work, I'm zoned in, I'm at work. If I'm in the school district doing a school board meeting, I'm zoned in, I'm there. If I'm at home, that's home. That's home time. And again, when I'm at home, I'm at home. And just finding the rhythms of um, really just looking at each day. Each day is something different and enjoying the difference that each day brings. And so for me, staying motivated is not just seeing results, but just enjoying life. You know, But that's been an intentional decision that you have to make, and I know that I have, um, and just looking at Again, the differences each day brings. Yeah. So I know I like routines. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, same here. Routines. I love routines. <laughs> I like routines and I'm learning the importance of having a set morning routine. I'm not so good at my evening routine, but we're working on that um, because it helps me sleep better. So I've kind of learned that because I think, and I think it's Carrie Newoff that says it all the time, you've got to do things that set yourself up today to succeed tomorrow. Right, it's good. And I've realized in leading myself, I need those little routines it, it, just to the point of I even write it on my planner turn my dishwasher on at night and I know that seems like a small thing but when I get up in the morning my dishes have been washed and cleaned and I don't have to rush and do that. Well that gives you fulfillment too it's accomplished it's done. I'm not waking up to a dirty kitchen so sweet you know Uh, but I think the routines are important office routines you know I kind of have a when I get to work there's a little routine I go through to start my day at work and I just think it's important and that's part of I think leading ourselves. sometimes I get a little bit lazy um, and if I skip like a routine, a morning routine or afternoon routine, it kind of just throws me off, I've noticed. So routines are good. And I read, um, I'm actually reading Confident Leader by Dan Ryland, amazing book. And he has a quote from Pastor Chris Hodges in it. And I love this quote. He says, my discipline, routine and focus is not based on legalism. It's based on the value I saw coming from it. There is freedom in focus. Mm -hmm. Now you've always been really, really good at this and you've never seen it as legalism. You like the routines. You like having blocked out time to think and to focus. And so walk me through that a little bit because you've actually taught me the importance of even blocking out on your calendar. Like Mm -hmm. this is my time to think. This is my time to focus. So tell me about kind of what inspired that. How does that work for you? And can you tell a difference when you don't block that time out? Absolutely. I can tell a difference when I don't because it gets overwhelming. Because for me, and it may have been Pastor Chris that I actually learned that from, because obviously Church of the Highlands and our relationship there, um, you know, several years ago, I started even coming in even early. I'm an early person. I like to get to the office early, and I have that time to where it's just focus, it's look at, let's think about the day, the things I want to accomplish that day. And I do different things on different days. And so for me, it kind of helps get everything organized, because I like things organized. And, and so with that organization, then I can create my to-do list for that day or what have you. And so at the end of that day, I mean, I feel accomplished if I'm able to accomplish the task that's on there. And there's bigger pictures too. There's, you know, there's series planning, there's leadership meetings, there's those kind of things. 
but I have to have that solitude time. So it's not just for prayer, you know, and I do spend a lot of time in prayer just individually uh, in my office and on campus, but it's also just that think time, just just that time just to not have anything, no emails, no Facebook, none of that, just think time. And uh, so for me, it just, uh, it helps to get things in perspective mm-hmm. and really just to kind of navigate through not just what I want to do, but what I need to do and also where my attention is needed the most to prioritize what's needed, what needs the greatest amount of attention in that day. Um, and so for me, that's just been life-changing. And if I don't get that yet, yeah, it does get very overwhelming. And because if you get too many things, it's hard for me. I feel like it's not just overwhelming because it's overwhelming, but because it's unorganized. Mm-hmm. I like organization. And so for me, it's that time that I, I actually take to actually make sure everything's organized. I always envy that. It's really hard for me because... I am learning, but it's still that place of when I do time just to think, you know, what does that even look like? Because I'm used to keeping my brain occupied. I'm used to, I like. Well, see, that goes back to like Mark Gungor, in which we love Mark Gungor. Yeah. Can't wait to go to Green Bay and visit with him. You know, he talks about how men have those empty boxes. Yeah. And women, all your, everything's connected. That empty box for me, if I'm just, I know it's kind of like, well, it's empty. There's nothing going on. But I can focus on nothing. Yeah. But have that just time. To think, yeah. Just to think, yeah. Because I like to be checking off. It's part of my Enneagram 3. I like to be checking off to-do lists. I like, you know, to feel like I've accomplished things. And so sometimes, you know, I think I took for granted the importance of having that time to just think and plan and strategize because I wanted it filled with busy work because that's what makes me feel productive. But I need that time. I've got to have that downtime to, you know, create some strategies and just to think and even a long time with God in solitude. And so that's been something that I've always... um, I guess been jealous that you that came so natural to you. You yeah, knew yeah. that's something you had to do, and you were really good at it. And I've had to really focus on making that a priority mm-hmm. in my life because that I need. I think it's so important that we do take the time. You know, we all need that time. We all need that downtime because it does. It helps us to prioritize our lives and really just get better focus. I yeah. think that's key. I think so, and I think you know one thing in talking about leading yourself. I think a lot of times we wait on other people to tell us, hey, you should do this. You can should consider this. You should take care of yourself better. Let me take care of you. And really, nobody's going to take care of you like you will. True. And I think we've got to make that a priority. And that's just part of leading ourselves because we'll never lead other people, even our children. And intentionality. Exactly. Just being yes. intentional. And again, just as we get ready to close, you know, I think that's why being founded and grounded in our faith, you know, and letting even our church attendance not be something of an option, but it is definitely, it is part of our routine. It's part of what we do because we know right. we're better. We yes. feel better. We grow from that. And so obviously being pastors, we got to say that on this podcast. For sure. Um, but, you know, that is again, you know, when Jesus is the first in our lives, our lives revolve around him, you yeah. know. And so uh, anything else, Tom, before we get ready to? No, we just got to work on leading ourselves better and creating those routines and daily habits that set us up to succeed in life and for it to go a little more smoothly, I think. Well, we're sure excited that you guys have joined us. Please make sure you subscribe to this podcast. Uh, we're going to try to release one once a week. Once roughly. a week. Yeah, that's our goal. And if you want to know more about us or Collective Church, you can go online, mycollectivechurch.com. We're also on Facebook, YouTube, and Roku. We have services on Sunday and Wednesday nights. And so we are going to talk about just about anything. We're mm-hmm. just going to talk about various things, not just leadership, but just life. And uh, so again, if you have any questions, go ahead and email us to us at Tony at mycollectivechurch.com. We hope you guys have a great rest of your week and we hope to see you soon. Absolutely.